Hey, it's Jenna. This time I'm going to be reading a fic called Idiot Jar by I Will Be In My Nest. I'm just saying, if I were able to time travel, that's the first place I'd go. Tony finished as he and Steve walked into the kitchen. You grabbed a towel and dried your hands from washing dishes. You looked at them with a curious raised eyebrow. I'm intrigued, Tony. You started. Where is it you would go? Tony blushed and shook his head. Nowhere. It's nothing. No, you pressed and crossed your arms. I want to hear this. Steve grinned and ducked his head, trying to hide just how hilarious this was to him. Go on, Tony. Tell her where you'd go. He looked at him expectantly and waited stubbornly for an answer. Tony shifted his weight and rubbed the back of his neck. I'd go. He trailed off a sigh for mumbling the rest of his sentence. Back to my fifth birthday party. There was a kid there who blew out my candles for me, and I'd like a do-over. You squinted your eyes at him hard. Really, you're still bitter about your fifth birthday. You can time travel, and that's the place you'd go. I was five, he countered. Who blows out the birthday boy's candles? Steve was laughing behind his fist and pinching the bridge of his nose. You continued to shake your head and added, I get that it must have sucked, but you're a grown man now. You got to let that stuff go. And where would you go? Tony asked with a hard look. Paris, 1920s. Your answer came fast. You've only known the answer for a few years anyways. That's dumb, Tony said bitterly. Well, yours is worse, you countered. Bucky walked into the kitchen, oblivious to the current conversation. Hey, does anyone know what IDK means? He asked without looking up from his phone. I don't know, Steve answered. Bucky let out a short, frustrated groan and turned on his heel. Okay, I'll ask Nat. Now Tony was the one laughing. No, you idiot. IDK means I don't know. Okay, that's it, you exclaimed, catching everyone's attention. Between you three and Barton, I'm starting an idiot jar. Anytime you do or say anything idiotic, you have to put at least one dollar in it more depending on how stupid the thing you said or did was. What? Tony and Bucky said in unison. Why me? Bucky asked. I can't help that I don't know these things. Nat sauntered into the kitchen and leaned on the counter next to you. I agree with her. You guys do and say the stupidest things sometimes. It's driving me crazy. Might as well make some money out of it, she shrugged. You reached into a cabinet, pulled out a mason jar, and set it firmly on the kitchen table. Stark and Barnes, pay up. Begrudgingly, they both pulled a dollar out of their pockets and shoved it in. Good, you straightened and crossed your arms. Now spread the word. This will apply to the whole team. Over the next couple of months, the jar filled up quickly the point that the idiot jar went from jar to bowl to bucket and now was two buckets. The events that led up to such an overflow were, and not limited to, the following. Four accounts of Steve jumping out of the Quinjet without a parachute. Ten dollars each. Seven terrible pop culture references from Tony. Clint forgot his quiver on one mission. Twenty dollars as specified by Nat. Bruce made a remark about hulking out in the bedroom. Bucky put a grand total of $93 in, 
due to countless comments about how technology baffled him. Pietro had to add five dollars every time he tripped over himself. Forty-nine counts. Thor had to put seven dollars in every time he made a hammer joke. Sixteen counts. Nat took a bullet for Tony and was charged fifty dollars. Wanda used her powers to pull Clint's chair out from beneath him as he was sitting down. He charged her forty dollars. You managed to only contribute twenty-five dollars, and that was due to the whole team ganging up on you and claiming that the idiot jar was, in fact, an idiotic idea. Thank you.